the People and Technology Podcast. I'm David Gazzarotto and uh, we're coming at you live from HR Tech Fest here in Melbourne. And I'm joined, as always, by my uh, erstwhile colleague, Jared Cameron. Hey, Dave. How are you going? Good, mate. Enjoying uh, day two of the conference so far? Yeah, it's been good, actually. We're just after morning tea break, so we're in that sort of the main part of uh, where all the sessions are on and we're in the run-up to lunchtime, which yeah. is cool. Fantastic. Well, we're very um, pleased to have... Uh, Debbie from Workday, who's a strategic HR advisor. Um, great to have you here. Great to be here. Yeah, excellent. Thanks for joining us. So tell us a little bit about what you do uh, as the strategic HR advisor there at Workday. Excellent. Yeah. So I'm a former customer of Workday. I worked uh, for a company called Flextronics. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was... Um, one of the early ones, wasn't it? One of the early large Workday customers. So we were uh, customer 42, um, implemented Workday for about 200,000 employees. Wow. Um, and we were 10 times larger than the largest customer before us. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it, uh, it, was, it was quite a daunting task, and I yeah. um, built a really great relationship with Workday as a, as a customer. And uh, when it was time for me to make a change, mm. I uh, was fortunate enough to be invited to come work at Workday. Yeah, that's great. My first role at Workday was their head of HR. Okay. Uh, during right. the year that we got ready to become a public company. Yep. Right. And then... Big expansion uh, then, right? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. yeah. Growing like crazy. And then I moved into the role that I've got now, which was sort of seen as a hole in our sales process, that we were asking HR people to... Yeah. to uh, take on technology and it was a, a little bit of a daunting task so I, I help our sales folks um, you know, talk to HR people about what it feels like to own technology yeah mm. that's great a really good perspective yeah for sure yeah, no. so you uh, you uh, presented yesterday yep. at the conference um, tell us a little bit about what you were talking the audience about yeah my topic was the idea of using technology as an, an additional engagement tool in your, in your mm. arsenal as an HR person you know we've I think we think of engagement in the traditional lines around compensation or growth and development maybe more recently uh, how you set up your workplace and sort of employee perks but we actually think that technology is a real key uh, building block in the whole engagement puzzle yeah so that's what I spoke about yesterday pretty practical presentation on 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 actionable tips on how to create an engaging technology situation. Yeah. I think it's interesting. I think um, there's been a lot of focus on, particularly with cloud technologies, on the technical implementation, just getting the, the technology mm. in, and perhaps not enough on what it means to actually do that well from an adoption standpoint. So you share, um, share with us a few of the challenges around adoption? That- yeah, it was interesting. I, so my presentation basically broke it into four phases. So the first one was making sure that you're selecting good technology and you know it's, it solves the problem you need it to solve. It's been well designed. Um, then the concept of implementation, mm. which was... Largely, my my uh, mantra there was um, remember who your users are going to be mm. and sort of don't over-design your technology. Um, and then uh, the third phase was kind of going live and, you know, thinking about the change management aspects, thinking about um, do you communicate or do you train um, mm. and making sure you sort of have a clear support structure for this new technology. Uh, and then my fourth phase, which I think is one that people don't necessarily always plan for, which is how do I keep this technology fresh and exciting in the organization? Yeah. How do I adopt new features and functionality? How do I continuously improve it? Do I look for no, new use cases for the technology so that this technology stays sort of relevant and accurate and exciting for the organization? Yeah, which is a real, you know, it's a very important um, piece. It's a very important part of the, the partnership between the vendor and the, and the client as well, um, because that's where that's where the value comes, right? It doesn't 
doesn't come on day one. No, not at all. Exactly. Yeah. And I think um, a lot of, of organisations, they focus a lot on the implementation aspects and, mm-hmm. and getting to go live. And, and I guess I sort of feel a little bit like go live is the first step, really. Exactly. You know, it's only just starting the process. And Well, and that's when you know, did it work? Yeah. Do people enjoy using the technology? Is it providing value to them? Yeah. Is it helping you meet your business case that you've promised the organisation? So it really, you know, go live is day one. Mm. Right? And, yep. and usually people who are... Uh, picking the technology or really focused, like you said, on the implementation, but the, the vast majority of the users, that's day one. Yeah, they care about in- integrating it into their work, right? Mm-hmm. They care about it becoming part of the way they do their job. Exactly. And it and it's something that will change over time, you know? I mean, this is, I think, one of the great things we see with cloud now is that, you know, we've got the ability to iterate the technology over time and we can take that feedback and we can actually absorb it and change the way that the product mm-hmm. operates. And it's one of the strongest features of cloud. Yeah, one of, you know, when I, I'm out talking to prospective Workday customers, uh, you know, one of my big mantras to them is get live as quickly as you can because yeah. number one, you'll know then do people love the technology and do I, are there any modifications? But also, that's the value, yeah. right? Mm. Yeah. And you can make changes and you can add additional functionality. You can layer on top of it. You don't have to get it all right and finished mm. and, and sort of done up for day one. Yeah, right? absolutely. Because you know, if if you buy something and you think it's going to be valuable, why would you want to take a long time getting it ready? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's uh, Jason Everbrook standing over there. Um, he calls it. You know, you got to you got to be thinking perpetual beta, yeah. right? And it's a mindset, isn't it? Where you. Mm-hmm. Um, where you know, you're not striving to uh, achieve the perfect outcome. Yeah. You, you, you're, um, you're making sure that you're continuing to look at how you can adopt. And, and again, that, that, that change in mindset is because the technology is different, right? Yeah. You know, yep. Most people have come from legacy software implementations where if you don't get it right and perfect day one, it is super hard to change. Yeah. Yeah. And so people really get hung up on perfection. And I say get live and then Mm. iterate from there because the technology is now quite simple to change. Yeah. I must admit, though, we do get some resistance from organizations, you know, that want to still operate a little bit the old way. They they still sort of want to get it perfect and then deploy it to the end users perfect. So do you think there's a mindset change that's needed for employees as well to say, what we're not going to deliver you is a perfect solution on day one. What we're going to do is get something you can start to mold and start to give us feedback on. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I don't, I don't think the employees or even the managers that are receiving the technology are the problem. I think it's the, uh, the people who own the technology have to be confident enough to say, I am going to go live with a, mm. you know, minimally viable option, and yeah. then I'm going to iterate it from there. Yeah. And, and that means that their sponsors and, and the executives and the team have to understand this is what we're going to do. This is what we're expecting from you. So yeah. it, it doesn't mm, tend mm. to be the end users that are problems. Yep. It's really more the senior executives mm. and then the sponsor of the, of the project having the confidence to say, this is the right way to go live. Yeah. And I think that the problem with the problems often occur right in the early stages of framing the project and doing the business cases. We find a lot of our clients have, when, when they come to us having already selected a solution, quite often they haven't asked the right questions um, and in doing so, they've set an expectation that's unrealistic and all these stakeholders are, are wanting to see that from the start. Um, h- how would you advise um, you know, uh, companies that are looking to make these investments to, to think about the approach to someone like Workday? Yeah, you know, it's really interesting. We have a lot of debates on whether should I do big bang? Should I make yeah. sure every piece of functionality and every part of my organization is ready and then go live? Or should I should I phase geographically or by business unit or by uh, functionality? And, and the answer is it, it depends, 
right? Mm. It, it, it depends on what your organization needs, what your organization is ready for, mm. Uh, mm. you know, how much time you have, what kind of resources you have to go live. And, and I, think, I think the beauty of a product like Workday is that there isn't a right or wrong answer. So mm. whatever makes sense for your organization um, is what you should do. You can and, do either. And again, mm. there are pros and cons of both of those approaches. And, and you know, we, we work pretty carefully with customers during the evaluation phase to help them think about what is, what is the right approach for you uh, and what you're ready, your organization is ready to accomplish. And are you finding that, um, you know, is, is there predominantly, you know, one model that people seem to be really going towards or are you finding it's just really different for each person you talk to? So when you have an organization that has a wall-to-wall solution currently, yeah. um, you know, be it good or not, yeah. um, it is a lot harder for them to phase the implementation because mm. people are used to one way of doing something yeah. currently. It's the so, full organ transplant. Yeah, exactly. It's sort of a lift and shift, mm. right? And mm. so, you know, Friday I'm on one technology and on Monday I'm on a completely different technology. Yeah. But where you have organizations that have myriad systems, yeah. point solutions, then I think they have more luxury to do phasing. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and, and may choose to. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Means you move one thing out and then you move on to the next as it, as it seems appropriate yeah. in that scenario. Yeah, I mean, back when we went live at Flextronics, we did um, kind of the basic, you know, core HR management and self service and, mm. you know, time mm. reporting and, you know, nothing that was terribly sexy. Yep. But for us, it was a beep, big leap forward for us to get technology to have self service across our entire workforce. And we wanted to make sure that people were confident in the technology and that the data was really good before we started to layer on things yeah. like talent management mm-hmm. and, and compensation management and succession planning. So for us, that was the right adoption approach. Yeah. I think that's really sensible. I think having, you've got to have that foundation right. Yeah. And if you jump to the perceived cool stuff yeah. without doing that properly, exactly. you're going to set yourself up, you know, yeah. perhaps yeah, not Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, having, having workforce confidence, yeah. um, having a, a mentality shift for self-service, mm. having really pristine data and, and knowing that it's staying that way, that's when you start to add on these more sort yeah. of highbrow, um, valuable programs. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Debbie, you said before you talked about four stages in your presentation. Mm-hmm. Are you finding that the customers you're talking to are – you know, they're putting funding aside for that fourth optimization stage. You know, that seems to be the bit that I find is often lacking. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. That is a huge mind shift for people who are now going live with cloud is that, yeah. first of all, your vendors are going to be providing you updates frequently. Yeah. And the updates may be just a better way of doing things, but they may be whole new pieces of functionality that mm-hmm. you want to consider. New UI. Uh, they're, they're included in, in, your, uh, in your subscription price. Yeah. Um, but you need the resources and the wherewithal to turn them on. Yeah. And and um, it, it is, again, it's a, it's a different animal to, to get into the cadence of, of the update cycle, but also continuously scanning the organization for opportunities that can be served through this yeah. technology that you've already bought. You know, that was one of the things I talked about yesterday was always looking for new users and new use cases for the thing that you've already purchased because it just extends the value yeah. and gets people in and out of it more, more rapidly, more confidently. Yeah. yeah, it's really that shift from project mindset to program as yeah. well, and that's something. If it you know if it doesn't happen during that implementation stage, it's really challenging to yeah. to try and stand it up later. Yeah, it's you know I call it, it's a living, breathing entity. Yeah, yeah. very good. Well, we've um, still got lots to talk about. I'm sure but we've, uh, we're running out of time, Debbie. Thanks very much for uh, joining us, Debbie Hirschlag from Workday. Enjoy the rest of your time uh, here in Australia and with the conference. Excellent. Thank you Thanks. for having me. Great Cheers. having you on. Thanks, Debbie. Bye bye.